officer who used force against George Floyd protester not entitled to qualified immunity. The case is Welch v. Dempsey, docket number 21-3504, October 20, 2022. The case is on appeal from the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Iowa, Chief Judge Rose. The issue is an officer who sprayed a nonviolent, non-law-breaking protester within 12 seconds of his arrival on the scene entitled to qualified immunity. Holding? No. The summary judgment record supports the district court determination that there is evidentiary support on each of the elements necessary for the plaintiff to sustain a claim of retaliatory use of force, and the right to be free from such a violation was clearly established. Summary of the case. On May 30, 2020, Essence Welch engaged in protest activities in downtown Des Moines, Iowa, in the aftermath of George Floyd's then-recent death in Minneapolis. Her activities included live-streaming the events from her phone. In the time period relevant to this appeal, she was initially positioned near an historic courthouse that at some point became the target of rocks thrown by protesters, resulting in some of its glass being broken. About 13 minutes later, she was positioned closer to a courthouse across the street from the first courthouse. There was no property damage taking place at this courthouse, and the crowd had started to disperse. A line of officers stood between the courthouse and protesters. Welch was standing in front of and to the side of the officers. Police officer Daniel Dempsey then arrived behind the police line in an armored vehicle. Within 12 seconds, he walked around the officers, approached Welch, and, without warning, sprayed her in the face with some chemical agent. She brought an action under 42 U.S.C. Section 1983, asserting that Dempsey had used excessive force against her in retaliation for her exercise of her constitutional right to freedom of speech. Dempsey sought summary judgment. The district court denied his motion, holding that the facts established that Welch was engaging in protected activity, the force used against her would chill a person of ordinary firmness from persisting in that activity, and that a reasonable jury could hold that the use of force was motivated by the exercise of that activity. See Peterson v. Copps, 754, Fed 3rd, 594. It also held that the law was clearly established that retaliation for protected speech offends the Constitution. See Crawford L. v. Britain, 523 U.S. 574. Dempsey appealed, focusing on the motive element. Quote, On appeal, Dempsey's principal argument is that his use of force was not motivated by Welch's exercise of constitutional rights, but rather by Welch's actions in the wake of riotous activity that occurred earlier in the evening. He contends that he would have taken the same action against Welch regardless of her protected speech. Dempsey asserts that the district court's conclusion that a jury could find to the contrary was based on speculation and that he is therefore entitled to qualified immunity. End of quote. Because his appeal concerned a fact question as opposed to a purely legal issue, the court lacked jurisdiction to entertain it on an interlocutory appeal. Quote, We lack jurisdiction to consider this contention because it concerns a matter of evidence sufficiency. 
In an interlocutory appeal raising a defense of qualified immunity, this court has jurisdiction to address only an order deciding a purely legal issue of whether the facts alleged by a plaintiff show a violation of clearly established law. By contrast, an order deciding which facts a party may or may not be able to prove at trial is not a final decision that may be appealed. The district court's determination that a reasonable jury could find that Dempsey acted with retaliatory motive is a matter of evidence sufficiency that is not appealable at this juncture. End of quote. Though he also argued that he had arguable probable cause to make an arrest, the court also rejected this argument on the basis that it asked the court to engage in fact-finding, which, as above, would be improper at this stage. Quote, Dempsey also maintains that there was arguable probable cause demonstrating Welch was interfering with the officer's duties in coming within the police line. This argument, too, founders on a jurisdictional limitation. The district court assumed, consistent with video evidence, that Welch was positioned before the police line. Dempsey's argument that Welch was within the police line and thereby interfering with officers seeks to challenge the district court's factual assumption that Welch was not within the police line. We lack jurisdiction to consider that question of evidence sufficiency. End of quote. Aside from the jurisdictional issue, the court also noted that not only did probable cause have no legal bearing in a case where the complaint of retaliation was the use of force as opposed to a seizure, but his own concessions at the district court level, as well as the record as a whole, provided no support for such a finding. Accordingly, the court affirmed the denial of qualified immunity. End of decision.